It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hello, 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 and welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. And no, I'm not late. I'm not late at all. <laughs> nah, I, I I am late by a good 20 minutes. Obviously, if you're listening to this live, obviously it's uh, uh, tw- 20 minutes past 8, or was 20 minutes past 8, so I'm 20 minutes late. That way you get 20 more e- extra minutes added on to the original hour, which now obviously was lost, so now obviously it's now an hour, it's still an hour, but... Uh, not on a hour-by-hour hour basis, and it's like not from 8 to 9, but 20 past 8 to 20 past 9, and uh, it all works out fine. <laughs> anyway, so I uh, hope you're doing alright, but um, but um, we'll go into the serious note straight away right now, because not everyone is fine right now, and I like to point that out. Uh, because uh, recently in Japan, I- I'm I'm gonna bring this up right now. Uh, in Japan, um, they uh, you know the whole north side got hit for uh, hit by a quite a devastating earthquake, um, uh, uh, and apparently it's <laughs> and this is coming from uh, the. Uh, the queen herself, the zombie queen herself, uh, saying that it's the seventh most worst earthquake uh, to be recorded in the world. And that's quite big, being in the top ten and all. So, um, so obviously, my th- and everyone's uh, probably what's my thoughts on it, and then obviously my thoughts go out to those in Japan and also the surrounding um, uh, uh, countries and continents. Uh, that are also being affected by its uh, maelstrom of uh, con- uh, forming a tsunami, uh, t- uh, tsunami, tsunami tidal wave uh, to not only Japan but also neighboring uh, or clo- uh, close uh, um, countries as well, including uh, well, um, I think India and you know. Various, various things. Also, Australia and whatnot. So, um, so obviously, in my point of view, obviously, my thoughts are going out to that those people who have, you know, who are in those areas right now, especially in to- uh, especially in Japan, um, and possibly everyone else is thinking the same way as well. Everyone is uh, thinking about everyone who's in Japan and whatnot. So, yeah, so. All of our all of our thoughts and you know go out to them and hope hope to pray to God that n- no one that we know dearly, uh, especially us in the Sonic community anyway that's for sure because we know a lot of, and obviously me personally from like a gaming situation that I hope a lot of you know great people who have been in the gaming industry in Japan are not in any way you know hurt or anything like that so um, definitely hearts and minds go out to them right now uh, so anyway 
So I just wanted to get that out of the way straight straight off because I didn't want to talk about it later on in the show and then be a total dick and uh, totally do not bring it up straight away. Um, but anyway, so welcome to the show. And uh, of course, besides that, we do have other things to talk about this week. Uh, of course, uh, we've got Turbo Source Impressions uh, coming up very shortly uh, in Turbo Source, uh, you know, in the show Turbo Drive Live, and of course we've got, um, uh, you know, um, um, Song News Rewind coming up shortly as well. So yep. So yeah, and there has been a little bit of Sonic News, but of course it, it's gotta be TFI is definitely gonna be focusing on it, on it a big time this time around. So yeah, um, nice. Thanks. So, uh, with uh, the shows ton- uh, show tonight, I'm co- totally disorganized. Um, which is not the norm, obviously. <laughs> it's, um, or it's, it's not, it's not, ra- it's not uh, rare for that to happen. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna find some intro or some, uh, uh, musical tracks uh, for people to listen to, and uh, funnily enough, I do, I, if people haven't uh, followed my or are not a friend on me on Facebook, um, I was talking about uh, me buying some stuff uh, this week. Uh, I bought myself a DVD, which is going to be an upcoming ter- Turbo First Impressions, but it's not the Turbo First Impressions for this week. Um, this week's Turbo First Impressions is going to be game-related. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely talk, uh, talk to you about it. And, um... But, uh, I, I, even that, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Um, because, uh, uh... A very big thing came into work today. A uh, very big thing. Uh, that I got a chance to have a go with. And uh, I'll also be talking about something else that also came into the, into work today that some people have been talking about on the SSMB. Um, and, uh, of course, a game that I just recently downloaded on uh, PlayStation Network. So, But I think I might talk about that one, the, da- uh, the PlayStation Network download title. So I'll talk about that um, very shortly. Um... With uh, musical, inter- uh, but for musical stuff, uh, we are going to play. Um, a song, of course. <laughs> Duh. No, I wasn't gonna play fart noises for the rest of the show. Um, I recently picked myself up the official uh, the official soundtrack for both Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, uh, the movie, and uh, for the first time in a god no I don't know how many years I have not picked up a version of the soundtrack for this movie because I have ne- I've loved the movie so much I've been a fan for it for over twenty years and. Yet I have not ever, you know, gotten the soundtrack for it, 
and I am totally shocked. And now I actually have the soundtrack for it. And it is none other than the soundtrack to the original Ghostbusters uh, film. And uh, and I'm surprised I haven't I didn't pick it up any sooner. So uh, for your listening listening pleasure. I'm going to be playing you a track from the Ghostbusters, uh, official Ghostbusters movie soundtrack. And it's not the Ghostbusters theme, and it's not Ghostbusters done by uh, Ray Ray William Parker Jr., or uh, Ray Parker, whatever whatever he's called. But, um, no, it's not that. It's actually one of the the other best tracks that I vividly remember in the movie. And it's... uh, the song Saving the Day, and this is played when the Ghostbusters are being escorted to the, uh, uh, the Goza build, you know, the building where Goza, uh, and whatnot, you know, where, uh, Goza, the Gozarian destructor, blah, 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 um, is going, uh, you know, the Ghostbusters are going there. And, um, this is performed by, uh, Bobby Elzy, uh, Elsie, uh, I can't pronounce the last name, but anyway, this is Saving the Day, it's a very cool track uh, from the classic that is Ghostbusters, so enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side for Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sega Sonic Radio. Keeping it real, people. Power to you.
Rewind. Hey, welcome back, people. It's time for Talk News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. And of course, Sonic News Rewind. Got to be very quick, really. Um, for really not much has actually been talked about, except for two things. One I've already covered, um, which was obviously the earthquake and tsunami hit in Japan. Um, and the only reason why it's related to Sega Sonic's stuff is because it's uh, obviously Sega Japan, like Sega's offices and whatnot. But obviously, um, um, some of the people, uh, some of the people from the uh, obviously the offices from Japan or Sega even are saying that everyone's all right. There are no casualties in the office, uh, like uh, in the ranks of uh, you know Sega. Including Jun Sanoi, which obviously, obviously, is a big, big sigh of relief for a lot of Sonic fans who love his, who love his contributions to the franchise, which is fantastic. And uh, of course, Aaron Weber is also in Japan as well, uh, the uh, community guy for uh, Sega of America, and of course, he's there with uh, some uh, Sonic Four winners. Uh, if you can't remember the Sonic 4 competition where, obviously, you know, you got to travel to Japan and obviously look at Sonic 4, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, yeah. It's all good, it's all fine. But anyway, the other the other big news that ha- happened earlier this week was the announcement from Kevin Ava, AUK, Archangel UK, uh, saying that he will be leaving Sega and leaving his position as Sega of Europe, uh, Sega of Europe uh, community manager. And uh, it uh, is obviously a big crushing blow uh, for a lot of the people here on on uh, the SSMB and whatnot. But uh, <clears throat> it is something that uh, has been hinted at before, uh, particularly after Summer Sonic t- uh, 2010, uh, with some of his comments uh, from, you know, being like a little personal thing. So, really, it, he he really wanted to do something different, and by all means, more power to him. And uh, uh, personally, he's done a fucking lot for this community. He's done a lot at Sega. He's been doing a lot for the Sonic fans and been trying to get us, the Sonic fans, uh, recognition for you know from uh, by from Sega to actually listen to us and actually talk you know talk to us and whatnot and actually be a part of, you know be you know with us and of course without Kevin Ava possibly. Summer Sonic as you know it today would not be happening for that man. So uh, really a lot of grateful kind of like you know you know comments should be given to that man for all that he's done. So and it's it's a shame that you know he's leaving Sega, but if he wants to do stuff his way, he's got he's got his life. We've got ours. So if he wants to do something different, more power to him. That's cool. So yeah, that's that's 
the only other kind of like big news that's been going on um, at uh, you know on the Sonic Stadium. Sonic Stadium. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's Sonic news. That's <laughs> typical. Uh, not really much. Um, <laughs> so it leaves me time to actually talk about certain other things uh, that has been going on. Uh, uh, what was it? <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm listening to some of the comments in the IRC, uh, IRC just now. Um, uh, with um, uh, what was it? <laughs> John, um, John the G, uh, GT gamer, um. Say, saying, uh, you know, he's having problems with uh, IRC. Dude, I was having trouble with my internet connection last night, uh, where my DSL connection, like, totally severed, and I couldn't get it up and running until later this morning. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know, we've we all have our troubles, but uh, I think uh, IRC is not one that we should be worrying about uh, too often. But. Um, but yeah, um, uh, other things. Obviously, Hogfather in there saying AAUK is a king, and of course he is. It's, he probably still is, really, um, for all he's done for us, really. Um, but yeah, um, the other thing. <laughs> now, the other thing that was being talked about in the RC chairman while I was going on and yapping on about. Is obviously between Hogfather and Shaddix on the SSMB and TSS and whatnot. There's been a there was going to be a game being released in the UK in retail stores, and the US got light of this, and the media got light of this, and it is a game that was not meant to be at all. And apparently, people are still getting a hold of it in the UK. And that is We Dare. Now, I'm not doing a Turbo Source Impressions of We Dare because I don't have the game. I don't play the game. I'm not playing the game. I haven't played the game. I only know because in the store, in my store, we actually did get copies of the game. Both the Wii and the PS3 version. And I can tell you now, I was pissing myself laughing when I saw that. When we saw, when I saw, we had those copies in, and it was hilarious. And only, and only just because, you know, Ubisoft, who announced that it, they weren't gonna sell it in the UK, and we only got them because Ubisoft didn't announce it fast enough. So, so. They're going to go straight back. Straight back to the distribution office. Straight away. No questions asked. Because the game 
is not meant to be sold at all in the UK. So, there you go. So, that is possibly the worst thing to do is to have the game. And I've I looked at the box and I I have looked at the box and the art, the 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 box art for it is not 12 plus material. <laughs> I mean, the implication of having on a in 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 a box art rendition of like for the box is a purple chair with fluffy handcuffs and a bra on it among other things like i even saw a rubber duck on it and that's that's going beyond the law um I've che- I've checked at the back and oh I was but what's even hilarious is that it had an additional an additional sticker on the on the front of it saying parental advisory something or other and Hogfather's just hooked up uh, one of his uh, one of the photos off the front off the box and <laughs> it's hilarious um, and. People were still able to get the game um, from Game, funnily enough. Shouster was one of them. Hogfather was one of them. And they actually got the game sent to them. Now, um, I don't know if Hogfather actually got the Wii version or the, or the PS3 version. Um, he got the PS... Ah, he got the PS3 version. Um... So that's even that's even better. Oh god. So Shazer has the Wii version. Hogfather has the PS3 version. So that's two people in the SSMP who's got both for both the Wii and the PS3 version. And of course, the the PS3 version has trophies with it. So I'm going to piss myself laughing to understand what the... If Hogfather have the trophies list, like, put up... Make a dummy account. Don't make, don't put it on your own account. Just put it on a dummy account and just write down all the trophies. All the trophies for them. With, with their description and everything for it. Because I want to see it. I want to see... I haven't seen it. I haven't played the game. I didn't put it in our... Uh, thing. Um, so I have I don't know anything about the trophies and whatnot. So I would I would like to know what is in store for people who actually have the PS3 version and what trophies they have to have. And by God, they're probably they probably are bad f- for that. Now, of course, I was I was just pissing myself laughing when we got when we got. The game. We had the copies. We had the copies in our store, and it was just hilarious. And I was like looking at it. It's like, and one of my colleagues, one of my colleagues actually said, "Can we actually buy this?" And it's like, "No, we can't. We're not supposed to." So, so yeah. And I can't believe our distribution office didn't get light, you know, sooner. You know, um, and this. This could have been this could have been sorted. 
this could have had no implications of what this game could have still be sold in our store if they didn't release that trailer. If they did not release that um, trailer online, none of the none of the people would actually be going WTF or anything like that. And oh my god, I've just <laughs> another screenshot from Hogfather. Oh god. Oh dear God! <laughs> oh God! So anyway, <laughs> Hogfather must be gonna be putting up a hell of a lot of We Dare stuff. Oh dear God! <laughs> He's putting up lots of screenshots of the game. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh God! So yeah. It's fat. I, <laughs> I, I love my job. I love my job. I love being in the gaming industry, in in gaming retail. It's just absolutely hilarious. So yeah. Um, I mean, I've got the, I've got a PS3 and a Wii. Um, i I'm sure as hell, I am definitely not. <laughs> I mean, if I wanted to get a copy of the game, if I wanted an English speaking copy of the game. That's it. Oh dear God! <laughs> dear God! And this is rated at twelve. I'm. It's like I've looked. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at some of these quotes. I'm looking at these quotes. Some of these pictures that Hogfather are he he's showing, and the content, the 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 description, the the stuff, the wording in the game. Are really not suitable for anyone twelve or under. Seriously, um, like a twelve a twelve plus here in the UK is the equivalent the equivalent of an E ten. Uh, ages ten and uh, everyone for uh, ages ten and up, pretty much. Um, although in in reality, though, this should be should have been. A 16 or a teen rated game, at least, or even better, a mature game or an 18 rated certificate. Because frankly, this is not a game. Um, you know, we dare. This is not a game for 12 year olds at all. And this, and it says, and it has an additional sticker saying parental advisory. You know, whatever. It's pretty much essentially saying it's for adults. So why, in the holy of hell, did Peggy... Now, this is Peggy we're talking about. Why did Peggy rate it 12? They must have been smoking some crack to think that this was suitable for a 12 rating certificate. I personally, if Ubisoft put the time and effort to just re-rate the game... And CD-ROM 1019's asking, what did the ESRB rate it? They didn't rate it. They did not rate it because Ubisoft weren't going to release the game in the US at all. Um, but, of course, in hindsight with the media attention, Ubisoft even went as far as saying, we're not going to sell it in the UK either because a lot of people are bitching about it. And for damn right, because the age rating on the thing is wrong. The age rating is incorrect. You should t- 
take the, take all the copies back, get it redone, get it re-rated by the Peggy rating system, and either put a, put a 16 or an 18 on it. And that could have been easier, but no, you're just going... You're just going to fly with it. You're going to fly, no problem. You're going to fucking slap a 12 rated... 12 plus 12 plus rating on it, and you're going to sell it to every other European country that will accept it. Friend, uh, the, possibly the French will probably take it with open arms, because they're weird like that. Um, except for Benzai. Benzai's fine. Half of the time. Okay, not most of the time. Okay, none of the time. Anyway, but uh, the point is, is that obviously this is awkward. And people are comparing it to Sonic 06. The game doesn't exist, for starters. And the and the kiss between Sonic and Elise? That's, that's not as bad as what you're doing in We Dare. Like, sp- spanking asses and strip teases and... Ugh. And because it's on the PlayStation Move as well, you know, you're you're using the eye camera. You're going to be recording people go taking clothes off. Do you not see the problem there? It is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And I swear to God, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether to call this game the worst game in the world or the best game in the world or the. I can easily call it the game <laughs> the game that is has the most I mean <laughs> There are live Extreme Beach Volleyball. When it first the first version that came out on the Xbox, the original Xbox was rated by the ESR uh, not the ESR uh, not the ESRB in the UK. Uh, the Elspa system. It was a very old age rating system, and it was given and it was given a 15 certificate for obviously gambling because there was a casino in it and sexual references, which of course skimpy girl, girls in skimpy bikini outfits. Then when Extreme Two hit Xbox 360, Peggy rated the game as a 12. Yeah. So, yeah, that this is how that same guy who rated Dead or Alive Extreme Two as a twelve is probably the exact same guy who re, who reviewed and rated We Dare. I guarantee it, and he is the pro, he is probably the guy who has been smoking crack all of his life. It's crazy. Um... So yeah, oh, Vlopster Spy, don't move to the UK just for the sake of We Dare because it, it it's not going to be released at all. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, but it's it's not. It, I mean, it technically it's not supposed to be sold, but uh, to people residents in the UK. But apparently, game didn't f- see light of that, and um, you know they 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 shipped people they people who bought it on the website. They did it, you know. They, they, you know, they got the game. Um, great example, Hogfather and uh, Shaddix. Um, they got, they got the Shaddix got the Wii version. Hogfather has the PS PS3 version. 
all the crack, all the crack game ratings. Oh, um, well, it's only one guy. I just think it's just one guy in that suit of ratings, uh, games rating. It's just absolutely terrible. And I could tr- tell you now, Vlogs of Spy, the ratings, the ratings here in the UK are much worse than in the US because. Um, the highest age rating uh, we've got is an 18. Uh, whilst in the States, most of the time, the highest ra- age rating game for most games uh, is a M, which is 17. Uh, not many people actually use an AO rating. Even though that is the highest rating, it's never used. For good reason. Um... Because if if it was, then obviously you're saying. But games that are usually an M-rated game, like are M-rated, are an 18 in the UK most of the time. <laughs> so yeah. But it's not been u- the AO rating hasn't been used, and if you don't know what AO means, it's adults only, and. Uh, but of course, it's only been used for the PC games, really. No, none of the big console makers actually use it. Um, but of course, the 18 certificate is pretty much the equivalent of the M, M, uh, matru- uh, the M rating. You know, was uh, obviously like for example with Manhunt. Uh, Manhunt got a rating of AO. The original, the original version that got sent to ESRB. At least they got a rating. With the UK version, it didn't get a rating because an 18 wasn't good enough for it. So there you go. Um, uh, even for the original cut, even for the um, even for the re resubmitted version, it still didn't get a rating until. Eventually, a year-long court order uh, eventually overturned that and actually gave it an 18-rated version. Well, the cut version, anyway, at least. But anyway, um, enough about that. I'm talking. I'm going too much into that. I think we should go into musical break now. It's still hilarious, though. We Dare has slipped under the net in terms of getting into the UK. It's it has just slightly just slit, slipped under the net, and it's just hilarious. It, it really is. So, anyway. Um, uh, next song we're going to be playing. Now, I said I got the... I got myself the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World's movie soundtrack. And I, I'm going I'm to play this, the best song I always love. I, I always love this song. I mean, I love certain songs on the, on the soundtrack. But this one is the one that I always remember from the, uh, from the show. Because it's... Uh, or from the movie. Because... It is the song performed by the uh, movie band, um, or the, the, the series band, known as Classic Demon Head, obviously, which is a reference to the video game of the same name, um, or The Clash of Demon Head. And um, it's actually a song done by a band, a Canadian band, funnily enough, Metric. And it, the, song, the song title is called Black Sheep. So this is their... This is Metric's... For, uh, this is their actual version, their copy of the song. Uh, not the movie version, because the movie version is slightly different. Um, but no, this is the this is their original song, and it's done by Metric. So, 
Enjoy this. I'll be on uh, later after this for Turbo's first impressions on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sega Sock Radio. So, enjoy yourselves. Listen to the cool track here, and uh, see you on the other side. Cool.
Turbo's first impressions. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Turbo's first impressions here on Turbo Drive Live on Sonic Radio. And, of course, uh, the video game review that I'm going to be talking about this week. And, of course, there I was having a toss-up to either... You know, one or the other, but of course I'm going to go straight to the point and going to be talking about the uh, PlayStation Network game that I downloaded and purchased, and uh, we'll be getting episodic content for the next, whenever they actually, you know, uh, release the other episodes. I'm talking about the finally released UK distribution off the PlayStation 3 version of the game. Back to the future! Oh! Oh! So, yes, uh, Back to the Future, the game, uh, done by Telltale Games, has finally been released on the PlayStation game, uh, PlayStation Network store, here, uh, excuse me, in the UK. And by God, has it taken so fucking long for it to get released. I don't know what took them, really. For for those who haven't noticed, or for those who haven't actually seen it, um, Back to the Future is a movie, obviously, uh, that was made back in the 80s, uh, which spawned two sequels, and kind of like round off a very nice trilogy of movies. Very nice trilogy. But of course... Um, with that success of the movies, there was crappy games, and of course, if you've l- looked at uh, various games, uh, game reviews from uh, that, you know, from the uh, 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 Anger Video Game Nerd James Rolfe, he's actually done a big segment of uh, the Back to the Future, uh, Back to the Future games, and uh, yeah, so you know about the crap. However, does the does this new adventure game that actually doesn't, you know, it it's uh, that continues the, uh, you know, you know, continues the whole thing of, uh, you know, the, continues the story of, uh, you know, uh, Back to the Future, where obviously, you know, uh, Marty is, you know, he's back in 1986. Uh, He's back home. He's you know he's chilling and whatnot, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, but something's wrong. Doc Brown, uh, Doctor Emmett Brown, uh, has you know he's been gone for a while and he hasn't come back from his travels in time, and uh, yeah, uh, apparently. Uh, what was it? Um, he did a whole. <laughs> um, he basically, you know, he's disappeared and whatnot. So, so the bank is now seizing his assets, <laughs> and uh, is has pr- uh, and pretty much has put his, uh, Marty's dad in charge of. Holding a sell, sale of his stuff at uh, his at his place, so yeah, so but it starts from it starts there, 
Well, of course, it doesn't actually start there. It starts with a kind of like a good remnants of the first film, and I actually like it. Um, now, of course, an adventure game with Back to the Future. I actually like it. I I like action. I like uh, all these kind of like I like uh, a variety of genres and whatnot. But Back to the Future. You couldn't really put it into anything other than an adventure-style st- game, like that of the you know Walls and Gromit games, and of course my personal adventure game favorite, uh, Grim Fandango. I love that game, and I really wanted to play this Back to the Future game because I love Back to the Future. Back to the Future is possibly one of my best movie franchises ever, and you know, you know, Back to the Future is just. A fantastic film and a fantastic series so and I really wanted to see how the guys at Telltale would actually incorporate the the continuity and the storytelling of of the Back to the Future games and put it into this new game uh, game format and they did it quite well actually um I mean some of the th- some of the things are far-fetched but wow I mean they really thought of something they really did think of something so, so yeah. Um, so you're probably wondering what the, the whole story is. Well, Doc Brown is stuck in the past somewhere. He's in trouble, and uh, apparently, you know, a new DeLorean has actually come to you know has come from the past or the future uh, to um, you know give Marty, uh, you know. Give Marty not only Einstein, but also me- a pre-recorded message from e- Emmett, e- 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 Emmett Brown, uh, talking about he's in trouble. So yeah. Now with uh, you know uh, how the game is portrayed, it's portrayed in episodes, and the first episode came came out here in the UK. Uh, the the second episode so far on the PC because it really the game has been, really been designed for the PC in mind kinda. Um, the PC version has episode two available just now, but I'm not going to be talking about episode two, and I'm not talking about the PC version. I'm talking about the PlayStation Network version. I want to give you my thoughts on that version, and my overall thoughts. It's good. And I love the storytelling, and I love how I love how you know all the different puzzles and whatnot. They're in- intricate, but of course, being that it's an episodic game, it's short, and I mean well short, like really short. Once you know everything, you can probably blast it and blast through it in about an hour by skipping the cutscenes and whatnot. And you know, it's uh, it's quite disappointing. But other than that. It's still a good game, and I think with its and other flaws like trying to control your character, trying to control Marty, um, can be very difficult at times because when the camera angle angle changes, it's your kind of like old situation where uh, you know back in Resident Evil where obviously you're holding down, you're you're going one direction and you're holding the joy, uh, you're holding the analog stick. Uh, in that direction, and then the camera angle suddenly changes somewhere else, and uh, then you kind of like you're st- still trying to keep in the direction that you were holding, but uh, one slight 
nudge of the f- thumb, and then you just like stop dead, and you'll be stuck for for a wee while. That does get a little bit annoying uh, at times, and that's the only gripe I have. The only other gripe that I have with this game is the lip syncing with the character models. It just doesn't. It's not fully done well. Um, I think they've just like you know they kind of like cut corners some well. So it's not fantastic. But what's good about this game is it's episodic, and the price point for the episodes and whatnot is okay. I mean, um, it's fifteen now on the on the UK store. It's fifteen pound and ninety nine pence to download the first episode and then be able to download all the other episodes afterwards. Which is, I frankly think it's fine and a good price point because you're paying for uh, if you separate it's like fifteen, it's like sixteen pounds separated by five ep- It's there's like it's five episodes in length, so it's like uh, it's like three. Three, six, nine, twelve. Twelve. So, well, eh, about three pounds, maybe three pound, three pound twenty-two, maybe per episode, and uh, that's a that's all right. That's actually an all right deal. Although, of course, on Steam, there's a good chance that it'll be a big kind of like sale for it because I remember one of my colleagues at work uh, buying the the entire episode episode you know episode collection off the 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 the, the new uh, uh, Monkey Island you know Adventures of Monkey Island or Tales of Monkey Island game that was being released on Steam and PlayStation Network and um the PlayStation, uh, the the PC version had a big sale where you got like all the episodes for a dirt cheap price, and I don't like it being like that. I I I want to pay the full price of the full game, you know, for to actually support this kind of like, you know, to support this game really, and uh, you know, fifty ninety nine sixteen pound is a not bad. You know, not a bad offer, really, in all honesty. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I have no other problems with this game. Um, I I actually... I mean, fair enough, it's episodic. So, obviously, this I've played the first episode. However, on the PlayStation Network, for the PlayStation Network version, the UK version anyway, the release of content the re- the release of episodes for the game is going to be so monotonous compared to that of the the PC version because of course the PC version you know we've got nothing so it's like the PC version it's already on episode 2 ps playstation network sto- uh, playstation network owners are just getting the game i mean uh especially the uk guys and the f- the first episode should have been released in december it's now March. It's taken them four months to get the first episode from the PC onto the PS3. And fair enough, there's a different control scheme where obviously using the you're using the 
control, you know, the control pad for the PS3 and whatnot. Fair enough. It takes a little, you know, doing to kind of like program it and whatnot. But shouldn't that shouldn't that some, be something that you have that you were working on as well as you're at the same time as you working on the PC version? Because that's why we have multiple when there's like multi-format games out there. They usually work on obviously all versions of the game, all versions of the game, including a PC version, you know, and have them all released at the same time, you know. And what's the problem here? You know, you you don't find the time and effort to actually put all the game. You like have, you know, develop the the development team to work on both coded versions of the PC and the 360 version. It's uh, I don't know, but anyway. I hope they get more episodes out sooner on the PlayStation Network. You know, hopefully, they bear. But, uh, no, I'm liking this. I'm liking the episodes. I'm actually going back through it again. Uh, because I did complete it. I did complete the first episode. It's just I didn't get all the trophies. And there was one trophy that I missed, which is uh, quite a miss. It's a missable trophy if you didn't know what to do. But uh, I'm going to go back through the game and get that last trophy and that's me gotten all the trophies for uh, episode one of uh, um, Back to the Future so uh, yeah and that'll be cool and I can't wait for the other episodes to come out and see what the trophies are for those as well brilliant so anyway uh, that is and do I recommend it I recommend it highly if you like adventure games by all means get it uh, if you don't have a PS3 get it on PC if you don't have a PC get a PS3 uh, if you don't have bo- either format wake up Get something. Get a PC. Get a good PC. Get Steam. Don't uh, download it onto your onto your computer or buy yourself a PS3. Get on PS3 now. Ugh. So you know it's a great game. If you like the movies, get the game. It's awesome. You know, and the guy. Obviously, I didn't talk much about the voice acting, but of course they got Christopher Lloyd to do the voice of his character, Doctor and. Emmett Brown, which is fantastic, but the guy who does Marty, and of course you've probably seen the videos about this, uh, about this guy, the guy who pulls off Marty, uh, like Michael J. Fox's, you know, portrayal of uh, Marty, is absolutely fantastic. He's an absolute master of being, of uh, kind of like uh, imitation um, of uh, Marty McFly, and he's fantastic. And I do not give the man. Any problems whatsoever for his acting as Marty in the game, and frankly, he's he's awesome. He's really awesome. Um, so that's cool. Anyway, um, so I highly at least download the demo at least, but I encourage people to buy the game. So and obviously play the episodes as they come out once you've bought the you know the full package and whatnot. So anyway. Um, that is it for this week. I now I do have some. I did do some. Uh, I did play with something else at work, but I'm gonna talk about that next week and let you people tantalize. Plus, it gives me more time to actually work on it as well. So, uh, um, you know, get to have more thoughts on it as well. But anyway, I will leave you all, people. Uh. To your devices. Obviously, I was working today, so that's why. That's one reason why I was kind of late today. So anyway, but um, 
tired, tiredness, sleepy. But uh, nonetheless, I'm gonna end you with uh, with uh, tonight's request by from Paige, um, who has requested the last scene music from Sonic Adventure Two, I believe, and uh, yeah, Sonic Adventure Two, and yeah, um, it's kind of a sad song to kind of like thing, so um, I really want to end the show on a high note, so as a final, final song we're going to have Sex Bobom play us out um, uh, with uh, We Are Sex Bobom um, which, I love the song it, it, I love the intro, it's the intro to the it, well, it's the intro song for the movie well, not really, but you get the drift, if you've seen the movie you've you've heard the song, so and it's got Kim Pines, or the actor playing as Kim Pines, or actress playing as King Pines. Um, you know, introducing Sex Bob Mom, and obviously they do the song. So anyway, um, and of course it is done by Beck, but yeah, never mind. Um, so here we go, event last scene, then we're going to have We Are Sex Bob Mom, by Sex Bob Mom, and Beck thing. And, uh, that's us for the show. So, anyway, I will see you all next week. Uh, don't forget to che- check in with uh, all the other shows this weekend. Uh, check them out. Um, uh, hopefully, we might. Uh, hopefully, there might be the uh, Realm of Awkward Banter later tonight at midnight. Um, and, of course, on Sunday, you've got uh, the Sonic Hour at uh, 6 o'clock and EC Airways at 7 o'clock. Uh, and, of course, Blitz and Pieces at 12 in the afternoon. 12 at noon, so be sure to pick him up. Uh, no, not literally. Don't pick him. No, literally pick him up and actually take him out on the date or anything like that. No, no, no. Just like listen to him and whatnot. And um, yeah, that's all cool. So I'll see you all next week, people. Same, uh, obviously, 8 p.m. I will try to remember next time. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. GMT sharp. So yeah, and uh, yeah. Right. So. Enjoy yourselves, enjoy your weekend, have a good weekend, and I'll see you all uh, next week. And, and of course, get, uh, you know, keep support, uh, keep support of, and keeping your hopes up for everyone who's in Japan and whatnot, and, you know, give your wishes and whatnot, and, uh, you know, be there for them. Be there for the people. The people, man. The people. So, anyway, catch you later, people. Laters.
Thanks for listening to Temple Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.